this very familiar narrative this morning as we share uh, a few words with you to encourage your heart on this Mother's Day. Gracious God, we thank you and praise you for another day's journey. Thank you for bringing us here. Thank you for all of the people of God everywhere. And thank you for those who are tuning in. Thank you for those who are in the sanctuary. And we thank you that this is a meeting that you have called. Though we come here on Sunday and tune in on Sunday, this for us is not just a mere routine. We are glad when you say unto us, come, let us go into the house of the Lord. For we know you speak to us in this space. And we know that when you speak to us, something changes that our lives cannot remain the same. Breathe on us, O breath of God. Fill us with your life anew that we may say the things this morning you would have us to say and speak the things that please you. Thank you that as we hear this word, we'll go out and put it into action and that we will eat the fruit. Hallelujah. As we uh, go forth, that we would do your will, that we would be able to enjoy the fruit of obedience. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. All of God's people said, amen. John chapter 2, beginning at verse 1. And the third day, there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee. And the mother of Jesus was there, and both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said to him, they have no wine. Jesus saith unto her, woman, what have I to do with thee? My hour is not yet come. His mother saith unto the servants, whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. And there were said, there are six water pots of stone after the manner of the purifying of the Jews containing two or three firkins apiece. Jesus saith unto them, fill your or fill the water pots with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he saith unto them, draw out now and bear unto the governor of the feast. And they buried. When the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine and knew not whence it was, but the servants which drew the water knew. The governor of the feast called the bridegroom and saith unto him, Every man at the beginning doth set forth the good wine. And when men have well drunk, then that which is worse. But thou hast kept the good, un, uh, good wine until now. This beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and manifested his glory. And his disciples believed on him. We thank God for the reading of his word. I want to talk this morning about a divine intervention. I want to talk about a divine intervention. Come on, lift your hand and say divine intervention. Now, now 
<clears throat> this morning, I want you to know that no matter what is happening in your life, you are not by yourself. When you need God the most, he will intervene. Now, 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 when you need assistance along life's journey, God will intervene. Uh, I want you to get this because to intervene or this conversation about uh, intervention is the act of stepping into a situation, a circumstance or a matter and interfering with the outcome. It means that something uh, was going one way and yet something or someone steps in and causes the outcome to be different uh, than the direction in which it was headed. A divine intervention is when God steps into the middle of a situation that is working against you and causes the situation to flow in your favor. Oh my God. I need somebody to grab this this morning uh, because I'm prophesying to those of you uh, who are sitting in this house and those of you who are listening to me by way of the virtual platform that even as you're in this place this morning that God is actively working in your favor. God, I feel the Holy Ghost right there. I said, God is actively working in your favor. Come on, say that God is actively working in my favor. I want you to hear this because sometimes when we uh, are moving along, we don't always realize or recognize the workings of God. But God is moving even when you don't perceive it. God is at work even when you don't see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you to know that God is doing something even when you cannot sense it. God is working in your favor. And I want to tell you that you are a candidate for a divine intervention. Yeah, yeah, it's when God steps in to the middle of a bad situation and causes the situation to turn for the better. Uh, see, God can step into a bad situation and make it better for his people. I need you to hear me about the spirit of God. God can step in, a, in the middle of a bad situation and cause it to work for your benefit. I, I come to declare this morning a divine intervention as we're speaking God is intervening in many of your affairs I'm telling you sometimes we come to church and we don't realize that as we're sitting in the presence of God that anything can happen and I'm here to tell you that God knows how to turn things and he can do it like nobody can Now, I've come to declare this morning a divine intervention. Now, as we speak about a divine intervention, I want you to know that God is intervening right now in many of your affairs. As we speak about a divine intervention, there is this thing that we need to discuss. There is this issue in theology that we call deism. Deism is the belief that God created the world and everything in it, 
but once God created it, he removed himself from it. Deism says that God is indeed the creator of the universe, but he no longer is at work in it. Once he created it, he backed up from it. And see, some people would have you to believe that God is distant and that he does not involve himself in human affairs, but that could not be further from the truth. God never removes himself from his children. God is a good father. God, come on here, the same God that saved us did not turn us back over to ourselves. That, that's one of the reasons I praise him. I know that God is something good because see, look here, when he saved me, he didn't turn me back over to myself. See, see, this is it here. God never removes himself from the righteous. The same God that saved us is the same God who sustains us. The same God that delivers you is the same God who is defending you. I need somebody to grab this in the Holy Ghost. Come on here, that, that our lives keep increasing because God continues to intervene. I said, my life is increasing because God keeps intervening. And I give him praise, honor, and glory right there for a divine intervention. Oh, devil, you might as well back up because I'm coming through. I believe by the Holy Ghost that there is a divine intervention with your name on it. God wants to do something marvelous for them that put their trust in him. Lift your hands and praise him for a divine intervention. So this is it here. Make no mistake about it. God is the God of intervention. He knows how to step in the middle of a thing. And, and you know, I love this because sometimes God will step in before it gets started. And then sometimes God will step in. Oh, come on here. You know what I'm talking about. The, the old saints used to say it this way. They called it unseen danger. I'm thanking God for blocking stuff that he didn't even allow me to see. Come on here. See, see, some of us are praising, are sitting here. Amen. Praise God. Complaining about uh, what hadn't happened. Come on here. In our lives yet. But you know what? You ought to praise God for the things that could have happened that he blocked on your behalf. Somebody give him praise right there for a divine intervention. And then sometime God will step in in the middle of it. And then sometime God will wait right until the end of the thing and step in and show you that he He's God, that nothing is so critical that God can't turn it around. So make no mistake about it. God is still moving in the lives of them that trust him. Make no mistake about it. The same God that redeemed you will also rescue you. Make no mistake about it that there is a divine intervention with your name on it. I've come to declare that your name is on the divine intervention list and I don't care what the enemy said. You've already been scheduled for divine intervention. Now God has already proven that he will intervene 
In fact, every born-again believer is the beneficiary of a divine intervention. We should have been destroyed, but God stepped in and delivered. Oh, come on here. It ain't been all that long. I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore. Very deeply, I was stained with sin, and I was sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea, he heard my despairing cry, and from the waters he lifted me. Now safe am I. So today, I want to talk to you about a divine intervention. Today, the scene is taking place at a wedding in Cana of Galilee. I want to consider several points from the text. And I want to give them to you, uh, beginning at number one. The first thing I want to tell you is that the text teaches us that God wants, to, uh, in, wants us to enjoy our lives and celebrate along the way. <laughs> Come on, you know, you know how some people believe, amen, praise God, if you're having any fun, you got to be sinning. But the text says that Jesus and his mama and his disciples took time off and went and visited a wedding. Lord, help the folks. I need you to listen to me here. God wants you to enjoy your life. See, see, serving the Lord is, is a call, come on, to abundant life. Serving God is not a call to an awful life. It's a calling to an abundant life. Come on here, I'm telling you what, nothing I'm telling you is more depressing than to see somebody who says that they're saved and then committing themselves to an awful life. It's always pitiful, always broke down, always rough side of the mountain. Come on here, ain't no joy, ain't no peace. Come on here, that, that, now, now that don't sound like the light of the world. That sound like the laughing stock of the world. And Jesus called us to be the light of the world. I need you to get this here. Jesus said, I have not come to give you an awful life. I've come to give you an abundant life. We are to live Zoe life, life to the full, life that overflows. Come on here. You can enjoy your life in a God-honoring way. Come on, enjoying life don't have to equal sinning. Come on. Saints can enjoy their lives without sinning. Come on. Because if you were saint, you ain't enjoying yourself in sin no way. Lord, help the people. Celebrating does not have to be synonymous with sinning. So, so when the Lord saves you, you celebrate with a different mindset. Oh, come on here. You order. Come on, you are being able to live an abundant life 
is an act of divine intervention. Come on here. That, that while I'm passing through this life, come on here. I want to be able to enjoy life. Come on, I can't stop trials and tribulations from coming. Come on here, and I know that in every life some rain is going to fall, but the righteous ought to be able to rejoice as we walk through this life. Come on here, that's what Jesus died for. God sent his son into the world so that the children of God can live overcoming life. See, the devil wants to destroy your life, but God has intervened and delivered your life. Somebody can him praise right there because of divine intervention because God sent Jesus you don't have to see settle for a defeated life a downtrodden life you can have an abundant life those who know the Lord have access to an abundant life it is a life filled with divine joy, a life filled with divine purpose, a life filled with supernatural peace, a life that's filled with victory. Come on here, devil, it is a devil defeating life. Come on here, it is a winning life. <laughs> so this is what I want you to get here. So, so celebrate. Live. Be happy. Love somebody. Smile. Jesus was at the wedding. Come on, just look at somebody. Tell them, I'm going to enjoy mine. Come on. You, you got to make that determination. Let them look. Let them look at the pictures. I'm posting some. Look at the pictures so you can see. This is something. So, so number two. Problems will try to invade your celebration. Come on, I'm just saying, you just doing your thing, ain't bothering nobody, and stuff just start happening. There is a problem in the text. They are celebrating. Everything is going well, and now the people want more. Why? You, you got to understand here, at the first century wedding, this was a big deal. They wanted wine because wine was a symbol of joy. These events would last some seven days. And there they would be out there. Now it would be, amen, uh, the responsibility of the groom and his family to make sure that you had refreshments and food uh, for the whole seven days. And the problem comes because uh, the, the, the text says they want wine, but the wine has run out. This, this is something here. They they, they want wine, uh, uh, but 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 the wine is run out. And now you got to understand that for the wine to run out is a serious offense. 
Uh, uh, it is a, a, a reputation uh, killer. I'm telling you because they'll say that's the boy, that's the one. Yeah, him, him. He's the one that had that wedding and didn't have enough drink. He should have known better. People done traveled from all them miles looking for something to drink. Come on here. And he took the joy out of the party. He took the celebration and destroyed it. Oh, come on here. So, so to have no wine is a public and a social uh, causes you to be a public and a social disgrace among your community. Come on here. And it's even said that in certain cases when you didn't, when you ran out of refreshments, lawsuit could even be brought against you. When all of these people traveling, they were looking to be fair. We've come from miles and y'all don't have no wine. <laughs> The groom and his family got a problem. They should have counted up the costs. Come on. Uh, they they should have talked to the catering crew and made sure that the drinks was straight. But this is it here. They're facing a public crisis. It is a matter uh, where, 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 where if they don't do something, shame is going to hit. Embarrassment is going to hit. That they're going to have a reputation and generations to come, people are going to be talking about that wedding at Cana. But Bible says something here that's powerful because you, you look at all of this because, you know, they, they, they reflect all of us who encounter situations that threaten us. Come on here, threaten to shut down our celebration. You know, you going on lifting your hand and here come that devil. He hates to see you praising the Lord. Come on here. The, the, the enemy hates to see you operating in joy. He hates to see you uh, rejoicing in the Lord. So, so the problem is they have no wine. And, and see, you got to remember that when we start, excuse me, talking about problems, we're talking about things that can happen in a variety of ways. Sometimes problems are self-inflicted. Come on, you know how it is, cutting corners, just getting by. Just wanted to say, yeah, huh? And you know, yeah, I got time. We can get by. Y'all know how you how that thing is. You know, you start looking at that bottom line. You be thinking, where can we cut? Come on, if they can't give no discount, where can we cut? Sometimes we suffer because of somebody else's inaction. They should have done something and you just happened to be riding. They didn't take care of matters, but you just happened to be on the load. And you go through because they messed up. Come on. Sometime it's just life. Come on. This, this is what the saints don't want to own up to. That sometimes it's just life. Ain't nobody done nothing. Come on. Uh, that we live in a fallen world and everybody's going to have some rain. But, but, but sometimes the enemy will hit. 
attacks against your mind, your body, your house, your finances, your ministry, your relationship. But it doesn't matter what the problem is. The truth is God will always intervene. Come on here. You are not alone. It's not over for you. This is not the end of you. Come on here. Even though the party has been threatened to be shut down, God is in the midst of it. The devil is plotting to shut some of you down. But God already has a plan to show up on your behalf. I'm talking about a divine intervention. This is it here. Number three, remember that no matter what comes or goes, your savior is already there. Now, Now isn't this something here? There's a party, uh, there's a wedding party, and, and, and a problem comes, but when the problem comes, the, uh, the, 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 the thing is that they have no wine. When the issue arises, come on here, what moved me is that Jesus is already there. Before the wine ran out, he was there. Before things turned worse, he was there. He was already there. Before anything popped off, he was there. Come on here, and can I tell you this morning that no no matter what happens, he's already there. God is there. You don't have to be intimidated because God is not. He's already there. God is there. Come on, he's there and he's ready to intervene. When days get tough, he's already there. When problems arise, he's already there. When situations come, he's already there. Before the attack came against your mind, he's already there. Before the sickness hit your body. He's already there. Before the diagnosis and the prognosis, he's already there. I need somebody to lift your hand and say, my God is already there. He is Jehovah Shammah. He is already there. God does not run from us when we face our rough seasons. Come on, you hear me say it all the time. You've got people in your life that said, I'll be with you through thick and thin, and when it gets thick, they get thin. Oh, but there's a God who'll stick with you. There's a God that'll be faithful to you when you're going through the fire. There's a God that will not forsake you when you find yourself in a fight. Do I have anybody that'll lift your hands and give him praise right there for divine intervention? God will do what nobody else will do in your life. Come on and give him glory. Come on and give him honor. Come on and give him adoration. Come on and praise him right there. He's already there. He's already there. God does not take flight when you go through the fire. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege it is to carry everything to God in prayer. I need somebody to give him praise, honor, and glory. There's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. No, not one. No, not one. He's there, already there. And I love how God sets this up because he'll he'll have you in situations where things will pop off and most of the people you wish you had there ain't there. 
Lord, if such and such were here. Come on here. Isn't it amazing? Because see, God wants you to understand that human beings, even the best of us, can fail you. Come on here. People love you, but they got to leave you. <laughs> but there is a God who says, and lo, I'll be with you always, even until the end of the world. And you've got to stop. Uh, you've got to stop worrying about who didn't tag along and start praising God that he can still turn it around. Somebody lift your hand right there and give him praise, honor, and glory for divine intervention. This is something here because the Savior, number three, is already there. But, but number four, when you've got a relationship with Jesus, you will always have somewhere to run. I just need a, about ten people to lift your hands and say, I'm glad I know him. I'm glad I know him. Come on. The chief of all knowledge is knowing Jesus. I know you know some wonderful people, but nobody like him. Can't nobody do you like Jesus. Can't nobody hold you like Jesus. Can't nobody love you like Jesus. Can't nobody understand you like Jesus. Can't nobody accompany you like Jesus. Lift your hand and give him praise and give him glory and give him honor. I'm here to tell you, you've got to praise God that he is there with you and then that you know him. Because guess what? When you've got a relationship with God, you'll always have somewhere to run to. You can run to the Lord. In the text, Mary, the mother of Jesus, who seems to be a, a host of sorts at this marriage. Come on, she got wind of what's going on. She hears of the dilemma. She knows. Come on, the matter is serious. She recognizes the threat and she immediately breaks away and runs to Jesus I love this because Mary went to Jesus she didn't go to the disciples she didn't go to some important person who was visiting the wedding I love it because I reminded of the song that we used to sing I must tell Jesus I must tell Jesus I cannot bear these burdens alone I must tell Jesus, I must tell Jesus, Jesus can help me, Jesus alone, somebody give him praise, somebody give him glory, somebody give him honor, I love that because Mary, she ran to Jesus, come on here, why did Mary run to Jesus, because she was in relationship with Jesus, come on here, there's nothing like a relationship with the Lord, come on here. I said, There's nothing in this life like a relationship with the Lord. Mary thought to herself in the challenging moment that even though things are going wrong, I know somebody who can make them right. The family is in trouble, 
the wine has run out. But Mary said, I know somebody. I know somebody who can turn it around. I know somebody who can fix the situation. I know somebody who can bring about the healing. Do I have anybody in here? You got a situation. Oh, but you know you got a savior who can handle it when you're going through a rough season when you got the Lord on your side you'll always have somewhere to run somebody give God a shout right there come on somebody I'm giving praise I know somebody who can touch it I know somebody who can heal it I know somebody who can fix it I know somebody who can bless it somebody give God a praise right there come on here somebody who I can trust somebody whose strength I can depend on see when trouble comes it's good to have a relationship with Jesus when life gets rough it's good to have a relationship with the Lord cause when you know the Lord you can get through anything in life when you got a relationship with the Lord come on here you don't ever have to live without a lifeline do I have a praiser here that would give God a shout of praise right there when the moments get low it pays to know the Lord yes the righteous will always have somewhere to run we run to the Lord when things get rough we run to the Lord come on now this is something because when things get rough you got to be careful where you run stop running the stuff that can't rescue you this is it Mary comes to the Lord but, but she shows us something here uh, in, in, in number five that I'm uh, extending to you and that is that we're not to be scared to petition God I, I love this because Mary went to the Lord she took it to Jesus and then look at what she says she says they have no wine she went in bold and confident. She didn't hold back. Come on here. This is something here, what the, 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 the old saints used to call being mealy mouth. No murmuring, mumbling rather. What you say? Millie mouth folk can't get a miracle like this. I mean, you got to open your mouth. What did you say? She didn't go holding back. She went in there bold. I need y'all to hear me here now. Because when you, when you call on it, you got to go bold. 
Now, now this is something because uh, the Lord's been putting this in my spirit and, 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 and these two words been coming in my spirit a lot lately uh, and, I, and I, I declared it I believe uh, a few weeks ago at the Wilson Church the Lord said when you talk to the people you tell them these two things tell them to go bold and to go big Lord have mercy look at somebody tell them go big and go bold somebody give God a praise right there come on here because I had to declare that God brought that back he said that's for Greenville too and when you get there tell the people when they come to me go big and go bold stop holding back like God is in a box go big baby and go bold for the Lord lift your hands and give him praise right there somebody give him glory she told the Lord what she needed and she called on him that's what the Bible is talking to us about be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made known unto God this is the translation don't worry about anything pray about everything and thank God in all things put in your request put in multiple requests just don't quit just don't give up just don't throw in the towel somebody hear what I'm telling you see, see many of you have not because you ask not but Mary said I'm gonna put in my request because he specializes in things impossible somebody praise him right there Jesus hears and answers prayer and I'm so glad there is nothing that I ask that God can't answer lift your hand open your mouth and put a praise right there Mary came to Jesus and she said they have no wine now she went bold but, but now how do you know she went big because to be able to supply drinks for this crowd see see Jewish weddings in the first century drew big crowds I know it because Jesus tells them to go and, and get some water pots each of them holding 30 gallons a piece get six of them come on here and fill them with water come on here now 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 wait a minute here you want him to supply not just a glass of wine you want him to get gallons and gallons of wine come on here I need somebody to get this here come on and hear what I'm saying here that if Jesus would have taken each of these water pots holding 30 gallons of water a piece and it was six of them come on here that would have been 180 gallons that they wanted Jesus to supply on the spot oh come on here see that's what I'm trying to tell some of us some of y'all need come on here God to do something but you go in holding back you go in like God can't do it but I dare you to look at somebody and tell them take the limits off tell them I know I am I'm going big. I'm asking for what I want. If God owns everything, then why 
are you holding back on anything? Go big, baby. Lift your head. Open your mouth. Come on here. See, this is the day. I'm prophesying over this house. If you don't be scared and start making big requests, God's going to start doing big things. You hear me? I'm here this morning. I ain't just teaching and preaching. I'm prophesying. If you can fix your mouth to ask some big things, God's going to manifest it. Lift your head. Open your mouth and give your God a shout right there. You know what's going to draw some of these people? When God, come on here, has people that will be bold enough to ask him for big things. When he starts performing it, word going to go out in the street. Y'all better get over there. He's doing big things for his people. See, I need somebody to get this. See, big things should have never been for the drug dealer. Big things should have never been for somebody doing underhanded work. Oh, but big things belong to the saints because he's the God of big things. I need somebody to grab it in the Holy Ghost. Can you fix your mouth in a position of faith? Come on here. I want you to know if you can ask big, God can do big. If you can ask big, God's going to answer big. If you can believe big, God's going to do it big. If you can request big, God's going to do it big. Lift your hand. Open your mouth and put a praise on it right there. Come on here. God is welcoming big requests. Bold requests. Somebody put a praise on it right there. I need about 10 of you in here that got some big things you want to ask the Lord about to put a praise on it like it's already done. Oh, I'm asking big and God's going to do it big. I'm praying big and God's going to perform it big. I'm speaking big and God's going to do it big. Lift your head. Open your mouth. How is it going to happen? Divine intervention. God is going to step in the middle of your situation and do it big. Big. Oh, big. Oh, big. Oh, big. That's why the devil don't want to declare. Because God said, tell my people, I'm going to do big things on your behalf. Can I find a praise to put a praise right there? Big things. Big things. Big things. Big things. I prophesy. Big things. Can I get somebody to praise God for 30 seconds right there for big things? Open up your
your mouth and praise him right there come on I dare you to look at three people and just say go big God is about to intervene in a big way in a big way you cried but he's about to do it big you prayed but he's about to do it big you labored but he's about to do it big I got a Mother's Day declaration God gonna do it big somebody give your God a shout right there no matter how bad it's been God is ready to do it big divine intervention he's moving in your direction he's working in your favor he's breathing on your situation and he's doing it exceedingly abundantly more than you can ask or think big 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 overflow big abundantly big big increasingly big yeah baby give your god a shout right there i declare divine intervention divine intervention divine intervention divine intervention you've had it bad but god's about to step in and do it lord have mercy he's about to do it big 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 he's about to do it big 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 oh big 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 you better grab it big 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 He's about to bless you. Be, yeah, be, yeah, be, yeah, be, 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 He's about to do it in a big way. Design intervention. Somebody put a praise right there. Somebody holler, Lord, do it big.
Somebody lift your hand and say, Lord, do it big. Somebody say, Lord, do it big. Come on, say, I want it. Lord, do it big. Are you bold enough to ask? Are you bold enough to put in the request? Are you bold enough to make the petition? Mary win big. Mary win bold. In God. Intervene. God said, tell him. He said, I'm taking orders for big requests. I said, God is taking orders. I said, God is taking orders. I said, God is taking orders for big requests. All you got to do is put your petition in. He shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory. You know what that word all means? It means including everything, excluding nothing. I need somebody to holler, oh my need. I'm going big. said all means look at your neighbor tell him neighbor all means including everything excluding nothing that means that whatever you need is fighting go be go be go be God is gonna intervene on behalf of his people if you need it God can supply it everything excluding nothing petition the Lord and watch him perform in your life talk to God watch him turn things around I declare divine intervention you are scheduled for divine intervention in this hour anything can happen for the righteous you are sown in tears but you shall reap in joy those that walk with the Lord are in the lineup for some wonderful thing divine Mary came to Jesus boldly. The wine is out. And we need you to get 180 gallons on the spot. Girl, that's kind of big. Your request might be big, but your God is bigger. God. Excuse me. Because this is for my house. I got some big things. Oh, my request is big, but my God 
is much bigger and I'm here to tell you God just spoke that to my spirit he said don't back up on me no matter how things look I know it's been years I know it looked like I ain't gonna do it but if you believe me keep going big I'm gonna intervene if you go big God's gonna intervene on your behalf lift your hand and put a praise on it right there it's not too late it's not over God's ready God's position God's poise to bless you lift your hand open your mouth and start praising God for divine intervention and it's gonna be Just look at somebody, tell them, go bold and go big. I'm getting ready to move to number six unless somebody want to praise them for the residue that's falling. of heaven are open yeah baby you are dwelling under an open heaven go big ain't nothing hindering God from getting to you Jacob saw a ladder that went from the earth into the heavens and angels were ascending and descending. God knows how to get you everything you need. All right, this is at number six. Number six, the Lord will cover us when we don't deserve it. Jesus says to Mary, after hearing the request, woman, what have I to do with thee? <coughs> the New Living Translation, dear woman, that's not our problem, Jesus replied. Right? He should have planned better. <laughs> that boy took a shortcut. Come on, look at this. Because see, God knows how to cover you without covering up for you. 
Come on, God, God will cover you, but he ain't going to cover up nothing. The truth is, Jesus said, this is not our problem. In fact, the man should have been disgraced. He should have been embarrassed. This whole matter could have got out of hand, spread through the crowd. And soon as somebody asked for a drink and they said, we don't have none. Stuff could have started popping off. But it didn't. You know what saved him? Divine intervention. Jesus stepped in and saved the groom and his family from disgrace. He didn't deserve it, but Jesus saved him from disgrace. Now, now, now some of y'all are looking at this man because you know the folk would have eaten him up. He'd have been all over social media. But, but, but is there anybody in here who can testify that, 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 that God covered me when he should have let it destroy me. Who in here did God deliver through what threatened to destroy you? That, that, that God got you through what should have taken you down. Come on, don't, don't act like you ain't never made a mess and needed the Lord to clean it up. See, you know, church is a funny thing. We, we, we dress up and look good. We, we, we look better than what we've been through. But all of us have had a time or another that we missed the mark. Most of us have missed the mark and not by a little bit either. If the truth be told, there have been moments where we've been way off the mark, but God showed us mercy. See, see, this is what I want to praise him for this morning. I want to thank God that, that during some of our worst falls, he didn't let it make the front lines. I'm talking about divine intervention because some of y'all, they would have torn you to pieces. They was already waiting anyway. Come on, I know y'all be looking at people laughing who done made the newspaper, but everybody in here should have had an article. Y'all ain't say nothing in here. Come on, where the folk at that said, I know I should have caught two or three articles. when you messed up that night real bad. You said you wasn't going to do it no more. 
and got way out there. And God didn't even let it hit the headlines. That what could have disgraced you, God stepped in and used it to develop you. That's why I praise him here. I need somebody that'll grab your praise and give God a shout right there. We could have been disgraced, disgraced, but thank God for divine intervention. We need to come off our high horse and give God a hallelujah. God stepped in and saved the day. Somebody lift your hand. I'm giving praise right there. Come on, somebody said he talking. Yeah, I'm talking to you. I ain't talking about when you was in the street either. Some of this stuff went wrong. Since you've known the Lord, you ain't done everything right. But thank God, when you weren't good to him, he never stopped being good to you. Lift your hand. Open your mouth and thank God for delivering us from disgrace. Do I have anybody in here that says I owe him a praise? I ain't got to tell you all the details, but it could have destroyed me. It should have destroyed me. It would have destroyed me. But God stepped in and delivered me. Somebody give him praise right there. Divine. Should have been on the news too. Should have had me several mug shots. <sighs> but mercy wouldn't let it be. Somebody give him praise. Somebody give him honor. Somebody give him glory. That he covered you. This praise right here is for the folk in here. That he's scared to admit. He covered me. He covered me. When he should have killed me, he covered me. <laughs> Lift your hand, open your mouth, and praise God for the <laughs> Lift your hands and praise him. <clears throat> right there. Divine intervention. Thank you, Lord. I know that would have been it. They'd have stripped you and still be dragging you. Number seven, trust the Lord that whatever you bring to him, he can handle it. Mary called the servants and Mary said to the servants, whatever he says, do it. In other words, he's got this. I don't know how it's going to go about it, but whatever he tells you, he can get the job done. This is it right here. The Lord can handle it if you can have it. Number eight. Some of the greatest interventions, divine interventions, come through your obedience. Come on, partner with God as he performs a miracle in your life. Mary instructs the servants. 
do whatever Jesus says do. They are told to partner with the Lord as he intervenes. See, see, that's good advice because let's partner with the Lord as he begins to perform something great in our lives. They position themselves to partner with God. Jesus tells them to get six water pots and fill them up to the brim. Come on, you can't do everything, but you can do something. Position yourself to partner with God. Oh, glory to God. I feel the Holy Ghost right there. Somebody said, why are you doing that? Because I'm doing what I can. Why you always pray? Because I'm partnering with God. That's why I got a prayer life. Because I'm, I'm in partnership with God. Why are you praising? Because praise brings God into my situation. The Lord inhabits. Hey, why are you doing all of that? It don't take off. Maybe it don't take that for you. <laughs> but I'm partnering with God. Come on here. When Paul and Silas partnered with God, God shook the whole jailhouse. Come on here. When Jehoshaphat partnered with God, God calls his enemies, hallelujah, to turn on one another. And God set up an ambushment against them. Come on, because when you partner with God, when you position yourself to be used of God, when you do what you can in the name of obedience, come on here, God will move on your behalf. Sometimes God's intervention is set off by our obedience. When we obey God, you lay the groundwork for a move of God. Come on. When, when, when you give God your partnership, he'll grant you his performance. Come on. They did what the Lord told them to do, made the sacrifice, because this is no small task. Can you imagine taking these 30-gallon uh, pots? Come on. And, and, you know, it's all right if you can take the 30-gallon pots down there to the water. But when the 30 gallon pots get full of water, can you imagine bringing them back? Sacrifice. But number nine is this here. When you move in faith, God will do something fantastic. Jesus intervened. Told them what I want you to do is take it out now. Take the water out. Draw the water out from the pot. I love this here because uh, out of these water pots, draw, draw it out. Look, look, look at what the text said. Draw it out and bear it unto the governor of the feast. And they did it. And when the ruler of the feast tasted it, he found out what he didn't know that the water had been turned into wine. Come on here, that God took some ordinary water and turned it into exquisite wine. Lord, have mercy that God can take the ordinary and do something extraordinary with it. God can take the mundane and do something masterful. God can take you and your ministry because y'all know people be looking at you. Come on here. How in the world is he going to do that? And how in the world he going to do that? Because God can take the ordinary and make something extraordinary out of it. I know I ain't all that, but when God puts his suit my natural baby we can do some great things God puts his extra on my ordinary something awesome can happen 
And that's what God's going to be doing in this season. You, he's going to be raising up people you least expect. <laughs> I ain't never know how to do nothing. Man. God said, I'm getting ready to reframe her. I'm going to make you learn some people over that you thought you knew. Because I'm getting ready to raise up a greater, a greater manifestation of who I call them to be. And this is what God will do. He'll raise up something extraordinary out of something ordinary. And he'll use it. Ain't that like God? He'll take the foolish things of the world and use them to confound the wise. He'll take people that think they got it going on. Hallelujah. And shock them with people who have humbled themselves before him. No, I ain't got everything you got but guess what I've given God a yes I don't have that degree but I got a yes y'all ain't saying nothing here when you give God your availability he'll give you his anointed and let me tell you something baby then you can impact the world stop worrying about what you ain't got stop worrying about how you don't add up to what they got cause I told you last week God is gonna give you the tongue of the learned oh come on here God is going to shock people that know you and God going to shock you. Come on here. About what he does through you. Lift your hands. Open your mouth and put a praise on it right there. He's doing some things with you. He's doing some things with your ministry. Somebody praise him right there because you know what? Come on here. When in 2021 you didn't see yourself where you at now in 2022 and just think about what's going to happen by 2020 24, baby. God said, I'm not through with you yet. I'm going to keep bringing you and bringing you until I get the most beautiful. Come on, blessings out of your life. Lift your hands and give God a shout of praise right there. I'm done. But I need somebody to praise him. I need somebody to give him glory. The Bible says when the governor of the feast tasted the wine, he was in a shock. How many of you know God's going to blow your mind? and God's going to blow the mind of people you minister to come on here not only will people hear they're going to be helped who in here says that's what I'm praying for in my ministry I don't want to just do something I want to make a difference and God said that's what I'm doing I'm calling you forth you're not going to just be talking lives going to be turning around you're not going to just be speaking supernatural is going to be performed and that's what I'm telling God that's what I want I never just wanted to stand behind the desk so that people can, can, can just say he preached I want there to be an impact made for the kingdom of God that as I declare people are being delivered that as I preach God is performing miracles and God is already doing it in our midst and he's going to do it in your life, in your ministry. Lift your hands right there. The Bible said when the governor of the feast tasted the wine, he remarked, wait a minute, this don't add up. Most men, when they throw a wedding, he said what they do is put out the expensive wine first. And then when men are well drunk, they'll go out and get the low budget stuff and bring that out and start serving that. Oh, but this man has shifted the whole order. He saved the best for last. Can I tell somebody? God is shifting the whole order. 
I don't care what it's been. In the first shall be last. In the last shall be first. God is stirring the pot. And when God stirs the pot, he stirs it with a long-handled spoon. And whatever been stuck on the bottom, God can make it rise to the top. He's turning disease into A's. And what has been at the back of the line, he's bringing it to the front of the line. And how is he doing it? Divine intervention. And I'm telling you, don't worry about the way it looks right now. Things may not seem to be working in your favor, but hold on in there. God knows how to step in right in the last quarter and turn it around. Yes, it does. Your ladder shall be greater than your beginning. Somebody lift your voice and praise God for a divine intervention. A divine intervention. A divine intervention. I've come to Philippi to tell you your name has been scheduled for divine intervention. Lift your hand. Open your mouth and praise God like it's already done. Put a praise right there. All the big requests. Praising. 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 Praising like it's already done. Divine intervention. Divine intervention. Divine intervention. Somebody still You are the candidate of a divine intervention. It's going to be all right. God can step in at the last quarter and do something so large it'll blow your mind. And isn't it amazing how sometimes he'll let them count you out and then come through for you. He'll let them say that ain't going to be nothing. And then he'll come in and do a new thing. I come to prophesy a divine intervention. Trust the Lord. Keep on trusting him. Trust him some more. On this Mother's Day. I declare. A divine intervention. And because of one mama's request, God orchestrated an awesome rescue. And God's going to do it for you. Don't stop praying. For the Lord is nigh. Don't stop praying. He'll hear your cry. The Lord has promised. And his word is true. 
just keep on praying he'll answer you somebody give him praise right there come on somebody shout divine intervention I'm on the list 